0: Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey, and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. This podcast is about how to compare poems. Okay, so if you are um, studying some poems and you have to choose two poems to compare, how do you go about that? um well first of all I know it sounds pretty obvious but you have to be really careful about your choice of poem okay and you have to be also really careful about how you word the question it's always really good to have a very specific focus so for example WJC give a list of poems and they say that the task can be anything on the theme of love so it could be tempting to just pick your two poems you like the best and then just say okay I'm just going to compare love But actually, um, that may not be a very helpful question. It might be really good to have a specific focus, such as um, how do the poems present unfulfilled relationships or the power of desire? So think about specific things that relate to the poems and try and make the question really specific. It's important that you don't necessarily go for the poems which you just find the most entertaining or you just like the best. Um, you have to pick the poems that enable you to say the most intelligent points. Um, And so the poems that may be a bit harder, a bit more challenging, um, you may not like them, but will they help you get a better grade? So be really careful about which poems you, you choose. The, the real gold dust poems are going to be the ones that have the deepest layers of meaning that you can talk about um, and make really meaningful comparisons together. So once you've um, read through your selection of poems multiple times and made very thorough annotation, that is when you're in a good position to make an informed choice rather than just skimming all the poems and just picking the two that you think look the most interesting. Okay, so once you've got your two poems you want to compare and you've got a carefully worded question or a focused task uh, thing to look at in those poems, you then need to start drawing together your notes from both poems. Now, when you do this, you're looking at the how, not the what. Okay, so the what is the basic uh, what is happening in a poem or, or the basic um, narrative of the poem. Okay, so poem A is about cats, poem B is about dogs. Now, we're not going to get very many marks with that kind of shallow comparison. So what you have to look is beyond the simplistic X and Y comparison and start looking at your annotations on the following things. Language, form, structure, themes, ideas, and meaning. So what you're actually looking for comparison is not just what do the poems say about Love or desire, but how do the poets convey those ideas? So, if a uh, poet A is um, saying that often desire is not fulfilled, how does the poem convey that in its tone, in its mood, in the imagery used? Um, and what kind of things in the poem can you use to display your awareness of the writer's technique? and also used as an interesting point of comparison with the other poem. So for example, if there's an image of um, in jugged hair, the hair as an image of the woman and her kind of um, stifled identity or stifled desire, can you compare that to an image in another poem, such as in Wild Cherry, The Cherry Blossom, it's um, something that only comes out once a year and it's very temporary, and that symbolises the temporary Uh, desire in the relationship that quickly fizzles out. So looking at an interesting point of imagery in both poems can then provide a springboard for you to really meaningfully compare the technique of the two writers rather than simply saying okay this poem is talking about her being unhappy because her desire is not fulfilled which is similar to Wild Cherry because his desire is not fulfilled. Now, that's a valid comparison, but there isn't much technical analysis here to back that um, assertion up. So you always want to be going further than just the what, although it is a helpful place to start, and look at the how, the techniques in the poem that you want to look at. Now over the course of your essay what you want to do is show that you understand the full range of a poet's devices. So you're going to need to show that you understand structure. Some people really love talking about language, they love talking about imagery but they avoid structure like the plague. And the problem is if you only ever talk about alliteration or rhyme or repetition the essay is going to become repetitive. Um, And the examiner is going to start to think, well, okay, they can spot alliteration but they can't really see anything else in the poem so you have to ration your techniques you have to make sure okay if i'm going to make a point about alliteration i'll make it once and i'm not going to revisit that technique i'm going to look at a, at a broader range so I make sure by the end of the essay that i have dealt with the stanzaic form or the meter the rhythm the beats in the line where the emphasis lies um, i'm going to talk about the word order i'm going to talk about the development of the beginning are there any turning points in the poem are there any twists in the poem these are all structural points and they they often work really nicely with language as well so often the best essays will manage to combine points of language and structure because what you're doing is you're showing how a writer conveys an idea using multiple devices and that's obviously where the top marks are is if you can make a short analysis of how um, a writer combines techniques to make the same point. So in Jagd here, how does the writer convey the unfulfilled desire of the woman? Well, you could pick out a number of different techniques. The structure of the poem, that um, one-line stanza, she was in full spate, and explore the metaphor there, and explore the meaning. So you're looking at structure, you're looking at meaning, you're looking at a theme and a metaphor. Look at the image of the hair, and the way that runs through the poem. Um, you know, you're looking at a number of different techniques that are all combining to create an effect. And that's where the marks are. Okay, so number one was choosing your poems carefully, and your question. Number two was looking at the how, not the what. OK, number three um, is a short point, but it's just about sounding professional. So you've got to use terminology. You've got to really um, be au fait and confident with um, words like stanza uh, instead of, um, I don't know, paragraph. You don't want to use novel, novel terms, prose terms on a poem, a poem text. You need to use the word stanza. You need to look at meter, rhythm, um, enjambment, caesura, alliteration, um persona voice uh all those kind of words you need to use the terminology to sound professional when you're writing the essay and even if the essay is about love and relationships you don't want to be using slang language unless it's very deliberately say in the poem and you're commenting it um you don't want to sound like you're just gossiping about this poem you want to sound like you're analyzing the poem so using terminology is really important Number four then, we've got to back up everything we say with quotes. We've got to keep them short. We just want them to be short and embedded. But everything we say about any poem has got to be backed up. Um, And this shows the close reading of the text, that you're not just making it up as you go along. You're not just um, going on a flight of fancy about what this poem's about. You're actually anchoring everything you say in the text itself. Now, this next point I'm going to make is about structure. I think where possible, you should structure your essay around the points of connection rather than tagging them on, okay? So rather than making a point about unfulfilled desire in Jugged Hair and then unfulfilled desire in Wild Cherry and then maybe having a little section where we then compare them where it feels a bit kind of tagged on, we give an integrated structure where our paragraphs talk about the two poems together. Now, that's harder to do, um, but... If you do the A, B, and then compare version, you run the risk of the comparison either getting missed out or the comparison being a little bit of a an add-on feature rather than the primary drive of the essay. Now, given the weightings of the assessment objectives in a comparison essay, the comparison is is where the marks are. It's like literally, um, you know, half of the essay. So, really, when you're structuring your paragraphs, it doesn't make much sense. To have isolated paragraphs which only analyse one of the poems. I think it makes much more sense to take an integrated approach. Um, Now, uh, six is a small point that I wanted to make about referring to poets by surnames. Um, You know the names of the poets, yeah, but you don't want to refer to Alan Lewis as Alan. Or Gwyneth as Gwyneth. You don't actually know them personally. Always refer to poets by their surnames. Um, and use um, single inverted commas for poem titles and capital letters as well. So Wild Cherry, you'd have capital W, capital C, single inverted commas um, around that title. It's good, good practice. Again, looks professional. Um, point number seven I want to make have equal weighting between the two poems. You don't want it to be um, you know 75% one poem 25% another poem it needs to be equal and finally I know it sounds obvious but you have to plan it really carefully even if you're not allowed any essay plans or notes in the exam room and you do the controlled assessment you have to know what you want to say before you go in and have those two hours to write it. So all the careful planning and preparation that you put in prior to the actual assessment is going to really really pay off when you have two concentrated hours to write in good luck if you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful please hit subscribe and share it with a friend you can find me on instagram and twitter just search for teach me lit i'm always open to requests so if you want me to talk about a text you're studying get in touch thank you for listening see you next time on the teach me lit podcast